Welcome back to the show, men. This is your host, Todd Archer, and you are tuning in to the Call of Men podcast show. Uh, As always, men, it is my prayer that God continues to stretch and grow each one of you stepping out of your comfort zones to stand firm in your faith and share your testimony in every situation of the wonders that Jesus Christ has provided you in your life. Well, been a long week. Hope this hope that God has uh, continued to push to push you and grow you in each and every way that uh, He can, and that His plan is for you. And take f- comfort in the fact that He is in control, not you, and that your heart has been open to answer and to follow His lead, not our own. Um. Last week's show, we ended kind of with, uh, or we ended with, not kind of, we did end with my revelation and big punch to my gut, I guess you'd say, um, in that uh, the ones that we think are the worst of us in this world, and my, for my experience and my I guess grading of sin that child molesters sex traffickers uh, any anyone who does anything to little kids is probably the worst of us all and then as God so often does shows us that we are no different than those people in our sin that there is no ranking system in God's economy for sin sin is sin one in God's eyes is just as bad as the next man that uh Like I said last week at the end of the show, that really hit me and it's been on my mind. And I think if we're just speaking the truth that uh, Jesus has commanded us to do in his truth, we have to come to that realization and we have to take hold of that and remember that when we look at other people because they are children of God as well. Uh, now, whether they have chosen to not accept Jesus Christ or they know nothing of Jesus Christ, we have to remember that we don't know their situation. We don't know their walk. We haven't been down the road that they have been down. We have been in similar situations in life that we may be able to relate. Uh, the difference is God the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit has chosen to forgive us and called our names to uh, be spreaders of his word, preachers of his word, and that his truth is the only truth that matters. Like I've said before, like we've talked about before on this show, our opinions do not matter. Only the truth matters, and only God's truth, the truth of his Son, Jesus Christ, And the strength and provision provided to us by the Holy Spirit is the only thing that matters. So, uh, as we move into today's show, uh, just be talking about blessing the sinner. um, Which includes ourselves. Even though we are in Jesus Christ and we have accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we still fall short. Every day. And that's the key verse for today. There's Romans 3.23. For we have for we have all sinned and fall short 
of the glory of God. Um, I'm going to read all the way through 26 uh, right quick, just so we have a basis and a foundation of uh, what I want to talk about today. I was just as a reminder of who we are and what, uh, what we have to remember in dealing with people. We sometimes become self-righteous, I think, and think that we uh, are special because we have accepted Jesus Christ. And we are to some extent, but Jesus tell us, tells us that we must love one, love the Lord our God with all our heart and all, our, all of our souls. If I could talk this morning, it would be great. But to love our neighbors as ourselves. Who is our neighbors? Our neighbors is every other person on this world, on this earth. They are all God's creation. Therefore, they are our neighbors. Uh, and we must love them as we love ourselves. So we must never forget that we must provide the opportunity for somebody that we think is more evil or worse than we are we must remember that we are the same that they whether they know christ or not we must treat them and afford them the opportunity that jesus has afforded us is to step into his love and to his grace and to his forgiveness in our lives they also deserve that opportunity to experience the life-changing grace and glory of Jesus Christ. So Romans 3.23 says, 3.26 says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God and are justified by his grace as a gift through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God put forward as appropriation by his blood to be received by faith this was to show god's righteousness because in his divine forbearance he had passed over former sins it was to show his righteousness at the present time so that he might be just and the justifier of the one who has faith in jesus wanted to read all that because it's God's righteousness, man, that it's not ours. And then sometimes I think that we take God's righteousness and apply it to our lives where it's not really needed. That we think it is, or give credit, I guess I should say, um, when it's God's righteousness and not ours. Um, we must realize that it is only through God's grace that we have the opportunity to experience the freedom. It's only because of his grace and his love for us that we are in the positions that we are now in our faith and growing and trying to look more like Jesus. Each and every day we fall short of the glory of God, but it's through the grace and love that he had for us in sending Jesus Christ to die for us on the cross, to be resurrected, so that we may have the freedom of forgiveness through our repentance of our sin. I think it is very key when we are dealing in these situations, as uncomfortable as it is. That was my prayer right before we started this uh, show, was that these are words that I don't want to say, because in my humanness, in my flesh, those people that do those things to God's children, which we are all God's children, but the little children, the ones who can't defend themselves, as much as I hate to say it in my flesh, uh, 
that they don't deserve a chance. Or as my buddy says, he says, it's not for me to judge. It's for me to arrange the meeting between the one who can. And and I get that. And that's, and that may be the case in some situations where God does use you as the sword against that evil. But I think that through Jesus, he is our first line of defense. He is our first opportunity to change their their hearts. And I think that's what we must show. That everybody, we've all been there. We've all been walking in that sin. We've all been the sinner, whether we think our sin was as bad as um, the child molester or anything like that, we're still sinners. Like I said, there's no, there's no hierarchy of sin in God's eyes, right? All sin is forgivable except blasphemy of the Holy Spirit, right? So, if we take that standpoint and look at our lives. In God, through God's eyes, through who we know God is, because the Bible tells us very clearly who he is, and we see very clearly what his character is and how he deals with us, but yet we turn right around and go and treat the ones that are the same as us. Our sin is the same, and that's the hardest part, I think, for each one of us to choke down when we're looking at these type people is that, man, how are we any different? We're different now because we we have accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord, Lord and Savior, and he is changing our hearts, and we now see glimpses and, and and pieces of the wisdom of Jesus Christ, God, right? Because of our acceptance of Jesus. And we're, and we're thankful for that. And we're grateful for that opportunity. But through that thankfulness and gratefulness, we cannot in turn turn around and think less of those who have not yet Accepted Jesus Christ. Remember, God is patient. How long did it take? Some of, you know, some people I've talked to have, you know, I was saved and accepted Jesus Christ, you know, when I was nine, ten years old, you know, and they've been walking with the Lord. And that's awesome. And that's great. For me, it was about 35 years of my life that I have heard of Jesus, um, you know, didn't. I live my life in the world, you know, and now that I'm 53 years old. I see that, man, my life could have been so much different had I not had I had parents that went to church and had I known the Lord sooner. Maybe maybe there would have been a lot of things different, but ultimately I trust that Jesus has allowed me to live the life that I have lived and is allowing others to live the life that they have lived because each of us has a testimony of how Jesus Christ changed our lives. And each person's life is a blessing to someone else when they choose Jesus. That's the glory of Jesus Christ. Is it you look at you look at Paul, right? I mean, he was killing Christians. He was killing believers. Stringing them up, taking them to jail, the most horrible things you could do, but yet God chose him to to write most of the New Testament. And that too is are those that we are sitting here crucifying because they do such horrible evils. Well, at the same time, Paul was doing the same thing to Christians. So we have to look at others. We don't have to like what they've done. 
and I don't believe that it's unrighteous anger when we see that kind of thing happening. But at the same time, we have to ask ourselves, are we really doing anything? I mean, you can get mad. I mean, it's a, it's horrible. And it's it comes down to our trust in God. You know, bad bad things happen. We look at the book of Job, for example, right? Had everything. God told Satan, here you go. Job didn't lose faith. He stayed in the faith. Right? So I think that that is key. That these things that are happening because of this evil that is in the world, the people that it's happening, these children, uh, if we're looking at it on a big picture scale, uh, yes, we should try and indeed stop this evil from happening because I do believe we are the hands and feet of God and that he will use us to fight the evil that is in this world, but it's on his terms and in his way. Some of us are meant to be the sword of God, um, his righteousness to defeat the evil that is on this planet but the way that i think the bigger way that we do that uh, is winning the hearts and minds and souls of not only those who are committing those crimes but to help restore and revitalize the souls of those who it has been done to because in every horrible thing that happens in our lives that ultimately there is always a bright spot, a positive that comes out of it. And in, and as Christians, our positive is Jesus Christ and how Jesus Christ can turn the most horrible thing we can think of that could happen to someone and to change that into something that blesses and helps all the rest of God's children. My story is different than my buddies, right? But at the same time, it has power. My journey, my trek has been different than anyone that may be hearing or seeing this, you know, listening to this show. It's different doesn't mean the blessing is any less powerful in the message in my testimony could you imagine someone who has uh lived a life in the sex trafficking slave uh you know and and, and Jesus turning their life around and to hear their testimony and to see the power of Jesus because that's what we're here to do is glorify Jesus Christ and those people and their testimonies have just as much power through Jesus Christ as yours or mine. And I think that's something that we can't forget. That when you accept Jesus Christ, the life-changing power and accepting him, Jesus, who God sent for all the appropriation of all our sins, past, present, and future, the testimony that they will have, we cannot put our self-righteousness in front of Jesus' glory and his power and our thoughts. When we see something like that, that is the power of Jesus at full work that the Son of God, the Son of Man, who came and lived in the flesh and who knew and who knew everything, all of this. He knew what was going to happen before he put himself in the flesh, but he did it anyway because he loves us that much. And I think, you know, as much, like I said, as much as I don't like to say it, and those are the most horrible things that I can think of because of my children and someone doing that to Two kids, you know, it was like I this weekend I watched, it's an older movie, it's called The Machine Gun Preacher. 
and to see the things that are the killing and the the horrible things that are happening in Africa you know to to see Jesus take the one that was that's in charge of all these murders and all these horrible atrocities against God's creation but Jesus can turn his heart around and take his story and glorify God because of the change and I pray for that because in the end that is the love that is going to defeat evil on this planet and it is our responsibility as followers of Christ to show that love to others to those who we think don't deserve it but God says do because you me were that guy in our acts of sin in our sinful nature we are the same there is no difference and whether we like that truth or not it is still the truth Jesus Christ died on the cross for every single soul on this planet past present and future he gave his life because he all knew we were that same child molester we were that same rapper uh, rapist we were that same murderer we were that same you know sexually immoral we were we were we're all of that but Jesus died for us anyway and we as followers of Jesus Christ cannot omit that fact whether we fall into the sin of anxiety whether we fall into the sin of which anxiety falls into the sin of fear whatever sin we fall into we still are murderers of our of ourselves first and foremost by denying the truth that God gives us we are still murdering ourselves more than anybody else and then because of that treachery upon us who are God's creation that we have to realize that we have to show the love and forgiveness that Jesus Christ showed us by dying on the cross to those people. It, 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 and as much as I hate to amend that, man, it, it's the truth. And it, it, I don't know how sometimes, you know, but that's where the Holy Spirit comes in because we do not live by the flesh. There's that constant battle that my flesh says, I'm going to go out and I'm going to, I'm going to shoot you in the face. I'm going to do all the evil things that you're doing to these people. I'm going to do to you. That's my flesh speaking. That's not the spirit of Jesus Christ in me that's speaking because Jesus says, how are you going to show these people the love that I shown you because I died on the cross for you. Now I've put you put my spirit in you. To show these people the same love that I showed you. That while we were still sinners. Jesus Christ died on the cross for us. That is the purpose of Christianity. To show that love. To show that grace that we have been shown. Because sin is sin. And it doesn't matter what it is. We are the same as anyone doing what we think is more horrible. Right? No, sin is sin. Doesn't matter. In God's economy, sin is sin. So we're just as evil as the person going out and committing these atrocities against these children. We look at our life. We are the same. Now we have been changed because we have seen and God has called us to be a part of his family to be heirs to the to the throne of heaven with Jesus Christ to be brothers with Jesus Christ to be friends with Jesus Christ because everybody is afforded that opportunity
that's a tough one to swallow. Been tough for me to swallow. But the only saving grace in that is that Jesus Christ loves me. Jesus Christ loves you. Jesus Christ loves them. As horrible as they are. Because as horrible as they are, we are too. And that's, and we, as Christians, we have to, I think it's very important that we look at that and realize that truth, that foundational truth of the whole gospel is that each and every one of us on this planet are not deserving of the love and grace that Jesus Christ provides us. But because he is righteous and because he loves us, we are afforded it and we must afford it and pass it on to the people that we think are worse than ourselves. We cannot look at ourselves and think that we are higher or mightier than anybody else on this planet just because we have accepted Jesus Christ. No. We have to share that truth and to share that love and to share that patience like I said, over 35 years it took me before I accepted Jesus Christ. He showed patience. 35 years. And we get frustrated in five minutes because something didn't go our way. Looking more like Christ means we show patience even with the ones that we feel like don't deserve any patience and should be dealt with right then. The truth of Jesus Christ's gospel is I was patient with you. My case, like I said, 35 years. He was patient with me. Been patient ever since. You know, I still stumble. I still fall. I still fight my battles because I give in to the flesh because bad habits built up over a long time Make safe spaces that you return to and trust in God and knowing God is something new. It's something that you have to build a discipline to, to fall into those disciplines, not into the bad habits. And God's patient with us. He understands. That's the reason he gives us grace. That's the reason Jesus Christ gives us grace. That's the reason the Holy Spirit continually talks to us to reassure us that we are in God's love. Now, that's not to say that God will not use some of us in a manner in which he already has foreseen that there is no end to this, just like in the Old Testament where he calls for the annihilation of a whole people, right? A whole race. Because he understands and sees that as our king that in his plan for his kingdom that these people are going to cause unparalleled grief and hurt upon his people so therefore he calls for the destruction of such people and he will use us as that sword but it is not for us to determine the time or the place that that sword will be used that is God's and God's alone and the only way we can know that we are to be used as the sword that God intended us to be used for in that situation is to be in his word and to be in a relationship with Jesus Christ. Because I know we look at Jesus like we talked on other previous shows that Jesus Christ is this loving, nurturing, meek, humble God the son of God, the lamb. But we got to remember the whole person of Jesus Christ. We can't take the parts we like and make him look like us because he is not like us. Jesus Christ is God fully, 100%. Therefore, we have to understand that he is the lion. That's what we call him, the lion and the lamb, right? We, we forget in today's culture and Christianity that has been preached for the last 75 years that oh god's sweet 
and God, God is meek and he is this. Yeah, he is all of that. But he's also the line. And when you mess with his pride, he'll bite, he'll tear you apart. We have to remember that side of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That as much as he is love and as much as he loves each and every one of his creation, he understands that, too, there is evil to play in this world. And that he will deal with it. But it's not our decision. It's his. We can feel anger and we can pray to him about how he wants to use us or if it is our place to affect that situation. He may have something different planned for you. He may choose to use someone else to be the sword in that situation. We have to trust in his wisdom, not in our own. And pray and talk to him about it. And if he leads you to be the sword, you will know. And it will, you will understand that, that that is your mission. Right? Even though I was a United States soldier for 22 years, I'm not sure that it's my mission to go out and, and defend those. I feel a calling. I'm still praying on it. On how he wants to use me. I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm waiting for his answer. But I do see. And maybe this is my. This is my best. Outlet that he wants me to use. Or my words. I don't know. But I trust in him. And I put it in him. And if it is meant for me to do that. He will lead me to the people. And the places that I need to be. And I need to. What I need to focus on in my life right now is continuing to understand Jesus Christ. The love that he had for me, the love that he has for that person that I think don't deserve any love. And to change my heart to see that every person deserves the opportunity to accept the love, grace, and forgiveness of Jesus Christ. As hard as that is for me to... The words that come out of my mouth and say that, but that's a change in me that he's working on because I'm quick to anger. I'm quick to be mad. I'm quick to want to just do bad things. That's not how Jesus handled things. That's not how he dealt with me. So I'm still learning how to deal with others, how Jesus dealt with me. And and that's how we must deal with those sinners that we see, that evil that we see. We must afford the opportunity for them to accept the love and forgiveness and grace of Jesus Christ. Because it's not us that is in control. It is Jesus that is in control. Has been in control since the beginning. And we have to submit to that. And our thoughts need to be filtered through that process. And the only way it can be is for us to grow in our trust, in our uh, knowledge of who Jesus Christ truly is, that he is not like us. He is beyond us. Even while he was here on earth, he was beyond us. His authority is never ending. In our lives or anyone else's lives. And he give he gave us free will. We. Fortunately. If you are a believer in Jesus Christ. Have made the right decision. Therefore we see things differently than other people. Because we have the wisdom of God. Because of our trust and love for Jesus Christ. And our belief in who he says he is. So we see. We are enlightened with the wisdom of God in certain areas to be able to see things differently in a different light. To show that patience and self-control when 20 year, 15 years ago, I wouldn't have had any of it. You know, as, as as few as five to six years ago, I wouldn't even have been able to talk 
on on what God wants me to say. I wouldn't have had that. I don't. Ha, I wouldn't have had that relationship. I hadn't grown in my relationship with Jesus enough to understand that His word is the truth. the The Holy Bible, this book, this book. The Holy Bible is it. I mean, you know, that's 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 it. That's the truth. That's everything. I'm, I wouldn't have told you that five, ten years ago. No, my way was the right way. And sometimes you do have to cut off the head of the snake. And I get it. And I understand that part of it. So does Jesus because he is the lion. But we are not to make that decision. Now, if we are in that situation and we are in our faith, and just like I said before, I think I've said this on the show before, I'm pretty sure, you know, just like when in Iraq and Afghanistan, you know, if, if we're clearing a building and we're in a gunfight or whatever it may be, and I pull the trigger before the other guy, and he dies and I don't, I have no control over that situation because of my faith and my knowledge of Jesus Christ. I know that it was his time. I don't control when I'm going to go. Each day is important, right? Because we're not guaranteed tomorrow. Neither is that person doing the horrible things that we think are so horrible. And I know it hurts Jesus and he sees it because it's being enacted on his children but his patience with them, just as his patience was with us, is what we have to remember. And when we're dealing with these type of sinners and these type of people who don't understand the love and grace of Jesus Christ, we are here to show that love and grace and patience. Right? Jesus will determine when it's time for them to go home. Because if we truly believe that he is in control of everything, then we know that his justice and his righteousness and his anger will be served on those people at his appointed time, not ours. If we're chosen to be the sword, then we have to take peace in that through our relationship and our trust and our love in Jesus Christ. And it, and, and it won't be easy. It won't be something that uh, we can just blow off it and go on because we do love Jesus and we do understand that we are all his creation. And as hard and as evil as it is to take another human being's life, we must understand that one, we will grow cl closer and stronger in our faith. And I think it helps to for us to do that in a way that and through that it builds our relationship with Jesus because we have to have faith that there was a purpose and there was a reason that we took that person's life in that situation I'm not talking about just evil Talking about as the sword for those who have in the line of duty, no matter military, police, whatever, have had to commit that of taking a child of God's life. Just know that there's a purpose behind it. Trust and then there's a purpose behind it. Do not focus on the evil that you did. Seek Jesus to find out why. He chose you, and he chose you in that situation so that you can be a blessing through your testimony and your story and your faith in him to see the other side and be where you're at now. Because all things have a purpose. The only way we understand any of that purpose or even come close to trying to understand that purpose is to love grace of Jesus Christ. So. 
as we see this evil being perpetrated, we know and we understand that in our flesh, hate and anger and wanting to or feeling that that person does not deserve any rights to uh, know Jesus. And that's not our decision. As much as we want it to be our decision, in the end, it's really not. So when we're looking at these type of people, Christian men, and building our relationship and understanding who Jesus is, first and foremost, it is our responsibility to step out and show the love, the same love that Jesus Christ showed you and being patient with you and allowing you to hear the word of God and to and the opportunity to choose Jesus over the world. We too, as men, have that responsibility to the rest of the world. Like I said, it's not always an easy truth. It's not always something that... Uh, we find easy, um, and and I get it. I mean, I totally understand. But the truth is, it's Jesus. It's his decision. Until he comes back, our mission and our task is to provide everyone the opportunity to hear the truth of Jesus Christ. And we must never forget that we too, in the economy, in God's economy, our sin is no different than that that we think is worse than what we did. Sin is sin. And we are the same exact sinner that Jesus Christ died for on the cross as that person is doing these horrible things that we think of now. As a Christian men, it is our responsibility to take up that truth and to realize that the only reason that we are still here is because God still has a purpose for us. And if we look at it through that lens, then we have to see that the only reason these people are here and afforded the opportunity to continue to commit evil is for the opportunity for them to find Jesus. Jesus was patient and allowed us that opportunity to find him, to trust him, to love him, and to believe in who he is. And as Christian men, that is our first line of defense. That is our number one commissioned by the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit is to provide that same opportunity to those that we think were more evil than us when God said you were the same. Your evil is the same. So, that's a big chunk of uh, something I did not want to talk about. Something that I still struggle with at times my anger, but I have to keep telling myself that I'm not perfect. I'm not Jesus. I'm trying to look more like Jesus, trying to learn the patience and the self-control and the self-discipline to be in his word and to learn more about who Jesus Christ is. And it's not an easy thing when you have to come and you and you start to learn Jesus and realize and come to that acceptance that I am the same. Whether we want to admit it or like it to admit it or not, the truth is our sin is the same as those doing the, the things that whatever it may be to you that you think is worse than what you've done. It's not. 
And I think that's where we as Christians, men, get in trouble is thinking that because we have accepted Jesus Christ that we are better than those who have not chosen to do so yet. We can't do that, men. We can't be that type of leader. We have to be as Jesus to understand that we don't understand his plan for their lives, and we cannot be that judge. He is that judge. Just think if someone had chosen to judge your life before you accepted Jesus Christ. God provides the same opportunity to every one of his creations that he afforded to you and me. And as men, it is our mission to extend that olive branch and that grace and that love that we experience through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ to them. After that point, that's on them and whatever God chooses to do with them is his choice. Whether at that point we are supposed to be the deliverer of the good news of Jesus Christ or the sword of vengeance from God, God will decide that, men. But it is our responsibility as men and as the first image bearers of God the Father to represent him in a manner that glorifies the kingdom of heaven. And in order to do that, through our acceptance of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, through the strength and will and knowledge and wisdom of the Holy Spirit that have been provided us, we too must show the patience and love that was shown to us by Jesus Christ. It's a tough one. So be in your word, men. Learn the character of God. See where you too have fallen short of the glory of God, but Jesus still died for you. And do not let your self-worth and value overshadow the grace and love and forgiveness that you have been shown that we do not forget to show that to our to the others in this world who may not have ever heard of Jesus Christ or that they may how many times did it take you to accept Jesus or how many times have you fallen away from what you know is the truth of Jesus Christ but Jesus has allowed you to come back and put you in a position in order for you to pass on that love that he continues to show you and me. That's the question. That's that's the answer. Are we showing that kind of love? I can honestly tell you I don't show it all the time. But I am thankful that when I don't and I see that I haven't, that Jesus affords me the opportunity to repent to ask for the strength and the wisdom to get better. And he gives it to me because I'm still here. And he still has a purpose for me. And he still has a purpose for each and every one of you. Each and every one of us on this planet. Now whether that's in, in death or in speaking the life into others. That's his decision. Not ours. And that's where we have to remember. And that's what we have to learn as men is to show the heart and empathy that God has shown us in our lives. So be in your word, men. Learn the character of God. Learn that we are all the same sinner. No matter what our sin, we are still sinners. And everybody deserves the opportunity to accept Jesus Christ and his forgiveness of those sins. And that's what we need to be putting at the forefront. We don't have to like what's being done and we can speak out against that in truth because we do know the truth because Jesus Christ has given us that truth. But we have to, as men, set the example and not be quick to anger, but to show love and compassion. 
because those people don't have the same understanding that we have because Jesus died on a cross for us so that we could have that understanding when we accept him as our Lord and Savior. And we must present that opportunity to every human being on this planet. So that's it for this week, man. That's heavy. But that's what we must do. God gave us broad shoulders and strong backs so that we could carry the load that he puts on us to carry. So let's start carrying it. Quit dropping it and letting somebody else pick it up. Men, each one of you is responsible for the area of your life that God has given you. Quit pawning it off on somebody else. Take that responsibility. Step up. Lead with the confidence and truth of Jesus in your life. Stand on that foundation. Stand on Jesus. Because he is our rock. Like, like I said, man, it's going to be a tough week. Step out. Do what God has called you to do. Each one of us. And remember, you too are still the sinner that you hate the most. Don't hate. Show the grace and love that Jesus Christ showed you. So men, as you go and do what you do this week, answer the call of men.